right. Uh, I am back with uh, Vikas Ahmed, my uh, special correspondent for Imran Khan Affairs. <laughs> yeah. It's good that we are having these series of, of talks while this goes on in background yeah. because it's really interesting. Things keep developing and You'll it's never to... you'll never be out of a job as an Imran Khan commentator for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Not on yeah. This so yeah, look, I, I'm reading the New York Times article. Uh, mm -hmm. Pakistan court gives Imran Khan another reprieve from arrest. The police were ordered not to arrest the former prime minister who has been charged under Pakistan's anti-terrorism act before a hearing set for next Wednesday. That is such a weird framing, you know. How is this reprieve if you have a case against someone that has no basis in any fact and yeah. then you get bail from it? That's not a great situation to be in. Like you start from zero, you end up at bail. It's also terrorism. So like yeah. you would think they wouldn't be so... This is a guy who's being charged with terrorism. If they take that seriously, they should get him whether he... Yeah. You know, if he is a terrorist, yeah. you know, if Why are you the leaving? Pakistani... Yeah. Government thinks he's a terrorist. Why is he roaming the streets and how are you leaving crowds? this? How are you leaving this dangerous terrorist? Uh, no, he just... should not be out. He should right? be in jail behind bars <laughs> if he's a terrorist. So but his bond, his bond was set. He went to court. Uh, his bond was set for four hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, which US. is one lakh Pakistani rupees, which is fine. It's fine. It's a reasonable yeah. bail. Mm -hmm. He said. Pakistan is being mocked all over the world, and it makes Pakistan look like a banana republic. That's, that's, that's a completely false. Fair. Nobody's mocking Pakistan. <laughs> Nobody's mocking this Pakistan. This is a country with rule of law, and everything's going perfect. Rule of today, law. Yeah, yeah, today there's a, a pediatric nephrologist, one of the very few in Pakistan. He's appearing in court for a tweet. Was it a terroristic? Sort of uh, it, it was a very terroristic tweet. It was a tweet uh, questioning Pakistan's uh, establishment. So huge amount of terror has been spread by that one tweet, questioning the powers about how this country is being run. So he has to be handcuffed and produced in court, which happened today. So he treats children. I don't know what's happening to children while he's attending these court hearings. It's just a random guy. So he's not even a famous guy. So, and this is not just one. There are so many, and we don't hear about so many of these stories because there are just nobodies, like 18-year-old, 20-year-old teenagers who have tweeted something, and then they get arrested, they get picked up, and then their videos come out. They're them apologizing in front of, you know, camera. Wow. That has happened too. Uh, right now, there's like really, I, I am not exaggerating. This is unprecedented. Pakistan has seen military dictatorships, many of them, but this has not happened. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot, uh, a lot of unprecedented stuff going on. Um, on the so uh, the judge, the judges are also being, I mean, there's always been conflict between military politicians and, and judges at various levels, but there's been a lot of intimidation of judges as well, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. So do, can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, there, there are, uh, there has always been an intimidation of judges. Uh, and this has gone like historically in Pakistan. When Pakistan first had martial law for the first time, it was mm -hmm. the Pakistani judiciary 
that endorsed it. And they called it the doctrine of necessity. The doctrine of necessity, what it is the most hilarious thing, but it is a legal thing. The doctrine of necessity said that since the military is already on the seat, and since if we remove it from the like the power it has taken, if we remove it, there will be chaos. So it is necessary for the military to maintain order. And this is the legal framework that we will use to allow military to to uh, destroy the constitution. So Imran Khan himself said something is unprecedented. He said, I never thought in my life I would see this sort of thing happening in the country. People sort of spontaneously coming out without being led out by political parties. So this is also, I mean, there's unprecedented kinds of repression. I mean, there's yeah. lots of, there's always been a lot of repression, of course. Yeah, but there is uh, certain certain levels of repression that we haven't seen. The internet, uh, you've been monitoring the internet uh, yeah. shutdowns. Can you talk about the internet shutdowns a little too? Yeah, the, 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 addressing your first point, yeah. this unprecedented censorship exists because of the pushback. Mm -hmm. So in the past, people have never pushed back, and the military and the government has never needed to go this far. So this is like a symbiotic relationship. What's been happening with the internet is uh, two, three days ago, uh, during an Imran Khan speech, they shut down YouTube. Uh, and that was a verifiable tested event. Uh, NetBlocks, uh, a famous NGO that looks after it in international, uh, they reported on it how Pakistani YouTube, uh, Pakistan blocked YouTube. In addition to YouTube, there's something weird going on. We do not have like confirmation on what's happening. For two days in a row, Pakistani internet all over Pakistan has been completely shut down. So all ISPs have shut down mysteriously. Uh, my theory is it's a conspiracy theory that they're probably testing a new firewall, like something along the uh, style of China that completely shuts down Pakistani internet whenever they need to. Uh, I suspect it won't be like China. I suspect it'll be modeled on India because India, what India does in Kashmir yeah, is this they they the India was the champion? Maybe Pakistan will overtake. Maybe you guys will overtake India, which would be a cause for. But India does it only in Kashmir, right? only in Kashmir. But they do they shut yeah. down everything in Kashmir. Everything. You can't send text messages in Kashmir, or that has happened in Pakistan during some okay. of the previous rallies, not uh, recently, but like in the past. Whenever government suspected there is a precedent of shutting down internet and phone services completely, yeah. which makes life very strange. You know, the day you find internet and all communication shut down, you can't talk to your friend, you can't talk to anyone. That has happened in the past in Pakistan. And it might happen again. Uh, so this is where this... <laughs> The, yeah, everything, all of this, like this uncertainty, this instability, everything is so bad. And right now what they're planning, if I, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure if they're planning it, but if they actually arrest Imran Khan um, to do so, they must shut down internet. Yeah. That will be a prerequisite for it. They, if you, if shut they, down a lot yeah. more than the internet. Yeah, internet. Listen, the, yeah. the, 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 the government, um, just speaking of how bad this is for business, mm -hmm. um, as far as business goes, inflation is has gone up uh, even since the coup. Yeah, by 40 percent. By 40 percent. 40 percent, one um, of the highest in the world. But the um, but the government has one triumph uh, to report, which is they've managed to negotiate a new deal with the IMF. Right. That's Yeah. 
Well, good on you guys. <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's a triumph. It's on really strict conditions and they haven't yeah. been made public yet. So no, every no. day, uh, the, uh, every other day, the fuel prices rise in Pakistan. Electricity prices have been rising. So we don't know what the deal is with the IMF, and we so might it's not dramatic. Know. Like you go, uh, you people go for gas one day, and then the next day it goes up, and it just keeps going up yeah. like that. Yeah, it, the government announces it. So Pakistani government has an authority that announces that sets gas prices, and they have been increasing it uh, uh, very frequently. Um, and then, of course, they they the other victory I'd say that the new government can claim is uh, they they let the U.S. assassinate Zawahiri again. Yeah, because you know, which is time, also every time they kill Zawahiri, you know that's always a good sign, right? They kill Zawahiri yeah. in Iraq. They killed him in Afghanistan a few I times. I think they finally got him this time. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Finally, I think, I think it's going to be different this time. I think it's going to be different. I think there's going to be huge. Uh, huge reductions in terrorism all over the world. I think it's that's think, how it works. You kill someone and terrorism reduces drastically. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the theory. Uh, <laughs> so so that's great. Um, that's Not really. Uh, see, also as with everything else that we've yeah. talked about, we do not know what was the deal behind the scenes yeah. that Matt, that helped you know America catch Swahili. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great thing, you know, terrorist, he, he has been killed, whatever. I really have no love for him. Yeah. But the drone came from somewhere, right? Right. The drone has to fly and it has to fly over things. That's the nature of flying. And who did it, it fly over? Did it fly over Pakistan? If it did fly over, Zwahiri has friends in the world and they will not be really happy with people who are letting drones fly over their countries. So what will happen? Will Pakistan face any consequences? Maybe, maybe not. But do Pakistani pe people have the right to know that this has been done on their behalf? Definitely, yes. Um, and we don't, okay. don't know. Okay, so, uh, you know, I was thinking that this terrorism charge means you and me should definitely apologize to listeners because... Um, you know, it's clear that it wasn't a coup. <laughs> right? it was... Yeah, he was a terrorist all along. <laughs> um, so, so in terms of the, um, but in terms of the, you know, the fairness, uh, the freeness and fairness of the electoral system, I do think they could claim that there's uh, freeness and fairness because Imran Khan candidates, I mean, this is, this is what precipitated a lot of what's happening now in terms of the charges against Imran Khan, probably, right? Because there was an election in Punjab. Can you yeah. talk about the election in Punjab? Punjab yeah. being, let me, we'll just tell listeners, Punjab is uh, the biggest uh, uh, state, the biggest province in Pakistan. Yeah. Um, you know, it's also where I would say most of the elite comes from. It's yeah. where most of, you know, it's the it's the big province. OK, it's a big uh, one. 70 percent you know, of Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. 70 percent of Pakistan. There's yeah. Sindh, there's Balochistan, uh, there's Khyber Pakhtunga, Yeah. KPK, uh, and Punjab. Uh, and the Fata, I guess. But Punjab Fata is... has been merged into KPK. Oh, OK, I didn't know that. Yeah. OK, good. Good to know. Um, so that is uh, Punjab is a big deal. Like what happens in Punjab is an, a huge deal. The, the have, party yeah. that wins Punjab forms the central government. Right. So, so okay. So, let, tell me what happened. What what was this election? What's the significance? Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, there were uh, uh, 15, uh, no, sorry, 20 candidates, uh, uh, 20 MNAs, uh, member of uh, National Assembly, that were a part of PTI. Okay. 
And Pakistan has uh, this floor crossing law that if you are part of one party, you cannot switch your loyalties while you're in the parliament because you've taken votes for a certain party. And if you want to switch sides, you should you must resign and then come back. But when this whole coup situation was being engineered, uh, there were 20 members of the PTI that switched their alliances. This is where this, this ball started rolling. So these 20 people switched their alliances. At that time, Imran Khan went to the court and they he said that this should be stopped preemptively because, you know, it's illegal. But the courts at that time didn't stop it. And they put it on the back burner. And after like after after a couple of months and so, the courts finally decided that they these people who switched side had, in fact, violated the Constitution. Right. So that that itself must have been a a very uh, a decision they must have taken under some degree of intimidation uh you know like they they must have been intimidated to not make that decision you know so the judges the judges have, yeah yeah so but you must, cannot yeah. yeah they might have been intimidated but the thing is there is a, a limit to how yeah. illegal you can be Right. You know, as custodians right. of the law. So when the law is in, in black and white, and right. it is not even a law that is like written any on any book below the constitution, this law is from the top book. This is mm -hmm. from the constitution of Pakistan. Mm -hmm. So you cannot brazenly violate yeah. the constitution unless you declare a martial law or whatever. Mm -hmm. You can do it. You can, you know, you know, play with it. You can do a lot of things, but th there's a limit to it. So these people had to be disqualified. Right. When they were disqualified, uh, the, the election commission of Pakistan had to announce elections in their place. So these 20 seats were vacated and they had to announce elections again. So out of these 20 seats, and there's an interesting background of these 20 seats. Mm -hmm. These are the 20 seats that the, the former Pakistani opposition, PML uh, and PPP, and all of these parties claim that were their people and they switched sides to PTI on the pressure of the military in 2018 elections. So yeah. these were 2018 turncoats. This, these 20 people are the absolute proof of Imran Khan's uh, like military providing support of Imran Khan, according to the opposition. Right. Because many of these were PMLN members who, when 2018 elections were announced, they contested the elections independently. And then they joined after winning the elections, they joined PTI and became PTI members. Mm -hmm. uh, now, these people, when they were disqualified, there were supposed there was supposed to be a new election. And uh, PMLN claimed that these were our seats that were forced by the military to switch to PTI. So now we'll take them back. This was the this was the basic battleground. What happened was that out of these 20 seats. 15 were overwhelmingly won by the PTI, which could in, in a way put to rest the 2018 theory, but, but maybe because of the, the this coup that happened, Imran Khan became really popular. We might never know. It's really hard to differentiate the popularity metrics. Uh, what also happened was there was one seat in Rawalpindi, which Imran Khan's party actually won. Uh, and they, uh, in the last, at you know, at the dark hours of the night, at the last minute, they gave him like five extra votes or something and made him win. 
So to say that these uh, 20 seats were contested in a free and fair election is not true. They tried their best <laughs> on every seat. It's just yeah. that the margin was too big. There right. is a limit beyond which they cannot go. You know, they cannot take guns to the polling station. They cannot take the, which has happened in the past, and by the way, in Pakistan. But like, there's so much media, there's so much scrutiny. There's and I guess media. they don't trust their lower ranks anymore either, right? I mean, maybe the, the lower ranks of the mil, of the Pakistan military may not be. Now, I can't comment on that. You can yeah, say whatever yeah. about that, but I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, not in a position to comment about that. <laughs> no, indeed, but there was something somebody said along those lines. I think there was some. Shabazz Gill, who is now under arrest. Right. Shabazz right. Gill was. Uh, we should talk about that too. This yeah, is the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Shabazz. So when they, these, uh, let's finish this last thing. Okay. So when Imran Khan won these fifteen seats, they realized that this whole coup operation has gone horribly wrong because yeah. Imran Khan has gained popularity. And whenever they go for elections, Imran Khan will win, which happened in Karachi too. In last week, Karachi had one such election and Imran Khan won with overwhelming like 4,000 vote margin. It's, it was oh, huge. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard to... Yeah, That's so you can't to... do anything with 4,000, 4,500 are manageable, you know. Yeah. You can do that, something with that. But 4,000, it's too much. Mm -hmm. You can uh, reject votes on like flimsy grounds, but 4,000 is too much. So uh, after that happened, these people realized that there is no way to stop this thing unless they resort to something deeply fascistic. Yeah. So what they did was... Uh, 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 Shebaz Gil, who was the chief of staff of Imran Khan while he was the prime minister, he still is. Uh, he said on TV, and his exact words were that lower ranking military officers should not obey the illegal orders of higher ranks. Right. Which is. Which is according the way, to the constitution of Pakistan, yeah, which is not something to every wrong. military. Every yeah. military and probably in history yeah. has had he an said, had he, rule that yeah, you shouldn't yeah. obey illegal orders. Illegal orders. Yeah, yeah, that's the 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 Nuremberg trials were based on this exact thing. Yeah. That if the orders are illegal, you're not supposed to obey them. Yeah. Uh had he said that uh, the lower ranking officers should not obey the seniors at all, then it that's could have been then there would have yeah. been a real case right in so in like uh, uh supporting mute, mutiny in the army the, he did not say he used the word Ill illegal but the next day he was arrested uh he was taken to jail he was tortured he was stripped uh his uh, private parts were electrocuted according to him uh he has said this in a very clear manner uh he said on tv that his penis and testicles were electrocuted this is what he said uh when imran khan found out about this in in the rally that has become the cause of his terrorism charge he said that people who are doing this we will file a case also imran khan uh like many of the media has been reported he didn't say that we will you know kill them or harass them he said very clearly that we will file cases against them the word that we will file cases against them is in that sentence mm -hmm. so this is why how imran khan wants to seek revenge against these people mm -hmm. but this is what happened uh, 
So uh, Shehbaz Gill, and uh, he's still in jail. After that, another journalist, uh, uh, I'm forgetting his name, so Farooq something, Farooqi, uh, he has also been arrested. Some journalists have left Pakistan. Arshad Sharif has left Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Many journalists are talking about leaving Pakistan. So this is where we're at. I forgot your initial question. What was it? No, I mean, I, <clears throat> we had been talking about the Punjab elections. And yeah. then, but we I wanted to talk about Shabazz Gill as well. Yeah. Um, yeah the, this is really serious. Like, I don't know who is the adult in the room in Pakistan, but if someone says something like this and uh, in, in a country like Pakistan to even say this, to even admit that has social repercussion, it's a taboo thing to even admit, you know, to put yourself yeah, out yeah, of there, course, of course. To, to put yourself out there and say that this has happened to you. It's a big deal. No, like, I don't think someone would lie about such a thing. Right. So, um yeah, the, this is extremely serious, and nobody's paying attention to it. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm kind of stunned. Uh, I'm, I'm having, you know, I'm having a moment because that is, it's, uh, it, it really is. But I mean, <clears throat> it's interesting too the way the dynamic goes because Shabazz Gill says, "Don't follow illegal orders." They arrest him and torture him. This and angers Imran Khan. Anger Imran Khan makes this uh, speech saying, yeah. "You know, there will be legal legal consequences." I yeah. mean, it's all. Yeah, you know, everybody's talking about the law, and then they arrest, they try to arrest him for terrorism. The the idea of the adult in the room is an interesting one because it's it is interesting that they've hesitated to arrest to make the arrest. Right? They they're they've clearly law at least they they've blinked at least you know or they're at least they're taking a deep breath before they they take this big plunge because it is a big plunge right to actually go through with the with the arrest so, yeah we don't know if they, they there are some logical reasons to it or just logistical you know yeah. because imran khan has been surrounded mm-hmm. by people mm-hmm. uh to just to reach him and to arrest him is not that easy without some sort of a military, violence. yeah it's a military operation yeah yeah, to do that is it's not going to be easy, and uh, maybe they're they have like had they stopped because they think that it's a wrong thing and it will escalate things, then they might not have done so many of the other things they've done in the past. So this is not like the fear of escalation. This is I feel this is just not their inability to do things. Was Imran Khan less like? his popularity was lesser than it is right now. If he didn't have this circle of like crowd surrounding him, they, they might have uh, gotten him by now. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's true. Yeah. Um, but there has been, uh, I mean, the, the, the people I've, I've seen this on posters. I've heard this many times, the whole Imran Khan is our uh, red line, you know, don't even think about it. So there does seem to be like, this is it like this yeah. is the test like if you know it's it's kind of like coming down to this if they can if they can arrest him then they win right like they sort of they've sort of shown that they can cross that red line without and still survive somehow as a government as opposed to if they can. i'm not sure if they did think that but uh, I'm, and I'm also not sure if they manage to arrest him, they win because 
then the actual thing will start that's and then well, that's yeah i've got uh, another uh the other new york times story from a couple of days ago pakistan's imran khan is now the target of forces he once wielded yeah i mean okay <laughs> nobody wields this force <laughs> okay um, this is a force that wields you yeah that's right so but but it uh, quotes us zulfiqar abbas bukhari uh, who says at the end, they end with this dramatic mm-hmm. quote. He says, if this red line is crossed, we'll be forced to shut down the country. Arresting him will result in a nationwide revolt. So, yeah, they have given us some sort of blueprint for what will happen after mm-hmm. Imran Khan is arrested. Asad Umar recently said that uh, if Imran Khan is arrested, all cities will be shut down. Mm-hmm. And they have given instructions uh, to their workers in different cities on how to shut down cities. Okay. And then once all the cities are shut down, they will move towards Islamabad. Once they okay. move towards Islamabad, then it's like uh, Arab Spring-like situation, which yeah. despite all the protests that have been happening has not happened yet. Imran Khan, they might think that he is the flood, but he is actually the dam. Once that dam is removed, Mm-hmm. then the flood will come for them. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, Time Magazine, right? It may backfire. <laughs> it, may ba- it, it will it backfire. It may backfire. Yeah. It has. It seems to me it already has. But It I guess... already has. Everything that they have done, it has backfired. Because you cannot go against the. This is the... I see... I, I feel that the foundational myth of all of these people, including the Pakistani military is thinking that they created Imran Khan. Mm-hmm. That Imran Khan is some artificial entity that yeah. they propped up. They, they keep thinking, if you think that, then it means that if you propped up Imran Khan, if the Pakistani military can prop up Imran Khan, they can pull him down. Yeah. But we see they have been unable to pull him down, which means that they did not create him. And they have such a huge ego that they cannot admit the fact that they did not create Imran Khan. Imran Khan is a product of a system gone rotten because the system was so rotten, people were looking for something to bank their hopes upon. And as I keep saying that as uh, imperfect as Imran Khan was, it was above that rotten system. And people thought that they could, you know, pin their hopes on. And when like... Even at that time when military had a fight against Nawaz Sharif for various political power struggle reasons, they did bank their, they did support Imran Khan to pull down Nawaz Sharif, but they did not realize that they cannot pull him down because it is not their creation. Right. They have just they have just unlocked a key to the door because military is a is a gatekeeper of Pakistani power. So if you do not give a key to anyone, if the Pakistani military does not give a key to anyone, they cannot go into corridors of power. And this is like traditionally has been true, no matter how popular you are. Once you go in, then you listen to the military and Imran Khan has refused to now listen to the military, which is the cause of all the problem. Military thinks that they can now pull him down, but this has become impossible. And we see that again and again, despite arresting journalists, despite shutting down the biggest TV channel of Pakistan, by the way, ARY is illegal in Pakistan now. ARY had the highest rating in Pakistan. It cannot be aired in Pakistan right now. They've been shut down. Uh, Most of their journalists are on the run. 
So despite doing all of it, everything, all of this has happened. Still, they're blocking YouTube in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Imagine like how helpless they are. They might project all of this power, but deep down inside, if they're like picking up a pediatric nephrologist for one tweet, that tells you how insecure and how fragile their this whole this whole edifice is. So I mean, if yeah, I, I think we'll 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 come back again in in a little while because uh, uh, to reprise your role as special correspondent. But it seems to me that you know, if I were them right now, it seems to me you either you either take the plunge and arrest him, and then what what happens? You know, the country basically, who knows? I mean, there's you're really going into a big black hole, or you announce elections. Yeah. Um, or you try to string it along without doing either one for a little while longer. But I mean, those are those are the two. That's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it, go all the way. And this is the, the, if they're like, like yeah. giving them some advice, if they want to do this, then go all the way. CC, go, go, go how CC did it. Kill yeah. people then. Then yeah. go all the way. And if you're going to be fascist then do it properly. But these people are so incompetent. They're hesitant. And... Yeah. Which is, you know, I, I'm glad they're hesitant. I, I don't know. They're not us... hesitant. They're in, oh. I feel they're incompetent. Okay. They're... Tell me the difference. What's the difference in your mind? The difference is uh, if you're hesitant, yeah. it is because you fear something. Yeah. And we have seen these people do not fear anything. They're, they're just unable to control they they capture people they they beat people up they like they torture people if that shebaz gill tortured like this uh, electrocuting his genitalia is last week it's not long ago so mm -hmm. if they were hesitant in a closed door they would not do this mm -hmm. someone like in a in a in a closed secret room while the person is uh, like uh, unarmed in your custody you do not do this if you're hesitant you know, you only do it yeah. if you're a coward, if if all the yeah. obstacles have been removed. So these people are not hesitant. They're incompetent. They're unable to control all of these things because they never had any control. Pakistani government never had any real control on Pakistani people. So now they're trying to exert some sort of fascistic control, which they're failing at continuously against 18-year-old kids. Yeah, well, yeah, because... I mean, the thing is, in, in when Sisi did the coup in Egypt, there was um, there was significant popular support for the army at that time. Like there, it was a real divide. There was there was an army, yeah. There was an army faction. There was a civil society kind of faction, and there was a there was a Muslim Brotherhood kind of faction. Yeah, there were, yeah. There was a real three because there was a segment tie. in Egyptian society that. Yeah. Could have that had a fear of CC, uh, sorry, Morsi. Yeah, that could exactly. have been uh, scared, afraid, and made to be afraid, so exactly. that they would accept these uh, this violence from the military. Yeah, I don't. Pakistan might have that segment, but it's too small. It and doesn't. Egypt, I, I don't. I'm not hearing it. Like I'm not no. hearing it. The kinds of conversations you would have with Egyptians at that time, there were lots of Egyptians who were who couldn't stand the brotherhood yeah. and you yeah. were seeing a lot of that i'm not i i don't know i mean maybe i'm in more of a bubble than i was then but i'm not seeing that kind of no i don't see that either and also like egypt's 
context was it was already under a dictatorship for yeah. a really, really long time. Yeah. So the government had a, a system, a machinery in place yeah. to do all of these things. Pakistani machinery that is in place to do all of these things is so bad. Like yeah. it, as if you're going to be like fascist, you at least do it well. But there, well, there, there, I mean, fascism has always got some, I mean, it's, it's an elite, I think of it as an elite project, but it always has some kind of popular uh, support. There's always some kind of group, some kind of class of group that they're appealing to. Yeah. And this is so, they're so dynastic and they're so self, you know, interested, you know, they just, they just think like, there's this element of like, this is our turn, you know, it's our turn yeah. back at the trough and, and, yeah. uh, and that's that's what that's it. that's do. about it. And they never had any plan. So when they took power, they didn't they did not foresee all of this. Had they foreseen, if they were so cunningly evil, they should yeah. have seen in April that we are doing something that is clearly illegal and clearly like Pakistani people are really against that. So we should plan ahead and make take these steps so that this they did not they had no idea. Yeah. They thought that if the Imran Khan is really unpopular, we will do this, as has been happening in the past. Like Nawaz Sharif was really unpopular. They removed him. Nothing happened. Uh, Nawaz Sharif was removed in 1999 too. He was not, he, he, he was popular somewhat at that time, but nothing happened. Yeah. Nowhere in the history of Pakistan, every military dictatorship was actually welcomed by the people of Pakistan. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of, like a big segment of Pakistani people. I do not see any segment in Pakistani middle class and Pakistani lower classes supporting this. Yeah, and I mean the the pan Pakistani nature of it, right? Like it's not it's not like just that base, the vote bank from this party, which is from Sindh, or this vote bank from this party, which is like from this part of Punjab, like yeah, uh, which you had usually with the Zardari Bhutos or the Sharifs, right? Yeah. I mean, they they have not turned up, yeah. So yeah. they're alone. The government is so scared of it, and they have um, apparently one journalist reported that the Pakistani government went to the military and said that we can either uh, pay attention to Imran Khan or we can like pay attention to running the country. So you should do either one of these things. So apparently, it turns out the military said we'll take care of Imran Khan. You run the country. But neither is happening. <laughs> yeah, that was not. <laughs> that didn't work out. I mean, the, the la I guess you know uh, we we thought about what the the post coup government uh, must be thinking. But I guess you know I I I kind of feel like the, these articles in Time Magazine and the U, uh, the New York Times are kind are some kind of signal of what the U.S. Uh, must be telling the Pakistan government you know, in these closed door contexts where it's like, you know, that there's, there's some feeling that it's not working. And I, and I gather if the American media are saying this, that this is being yeah. conveyed to them as well, which also probably cause is cause giving them pause in terms of their plan to just bully forward. with. Yeah. They botched it basically. It. So yeah. if you give someone a job in April, yeah. March, April, and they're still doing it like this was supposed yeah. to be done in April and still yeah. dealing with it. While Meanwhile, 
uh, anti-Americanism is rising yeah. drastically in Pakistan. America spends a lot of money to buy some goodwill to, yeah. from Pakistani people. Like they've spent billions of dollars. In four months, it has been ruined. That yeah. billions of dollars of investment to buy some goodwill with the Pakistani people is down the drain. So they wanted some like clean operation and probably military said to them, okay, we'll make it clean. Yeah. But th this does not look uh, clean to me. Honestly, it's, uh, I, I, I kind of feel like it's, it's on the Americans too, because this is, you know, just, they, they also did in Pakistan what they do everywhere and just assume that it was going to work. And it's like, I don't know what, I don't know what the, government could have done all that differently you know you, they, they're overthrowing someone uh popular in the middle of that person trying to address an economic crisis uh and you know and deal and it's part of their campaign of like nobody should trade with russia even if they starve and freeze in the dark mm -hmm. and uh and you know it's another and now pakistan's people are paying the price right? i think americans have been misled mm -hmm. Some some Pakistanis have lied to the Americans. They have lied. <laughs> it's no gonna be one, easy. Yeah. Yeah. That we'll yeah. we'll manage it. Don't worry. We brought Imran Khan. We can take him away. There's no problem. He's that he's the actual problem that is between our your country and our ours. And then he's the one who's taking to Russia. We'll just remove him. Yeah. Uh, and easily, and everything will be fine. And he's not that popular anyway. I think these are the lies that have Americans have been told. Well, I'm hoping that you are uh, next when you come back, it'll be because they've they've come to their senses and announced elections. But um, people yeah. don't change only in movies. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, it's the circumstances that <laughs> under which they are. Uh, they sometimes at the right circumstances, people can change their minds. I really <laughs> hope it turns over a new leaf. <laughs> But what is going to happen is in November, army chief is supposed to be changed. I think we might talk in September or around November. That is when things will get really heated. Unless they arrest Imran Khan again, then we might uh, uh, talk. But the real thing is November. I, I've said that this in previous interviews to you too. Yes. Because uh, the army chief is supposed to retire in November. So a new guy is supposed to take over. Uh, no matter how loyal uh, the the uh, the potential new guy is to the current army chief, he would not want to inherit a pile of crap, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, the the uh, the strategy might change. All right, thank you so much, Vakas. Thank you, Justin. Nice to be here always. Mm -hmm.